I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. family to you, Amy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit excited for today's topic. I almost just want to straight get into it, but I feel like I should ask you how you're doing. And we can say um, happy Anzac Day. Happy. Well. Doesn't feel like Anzac Day today. It doesn't feel happy either. (laughs) It's just Anzac Day. Is there a way? What do we say? Just say. I I remember and I honour Anzac Day. Yes. Um, Well, off the cuff then. Mm-hmm. What does Anzac Day mean to you, Kirst? Have you got family that fought in the war or? Have, yes, grandparents, great, great, no, grandparents who fought in World War Two, mm-hmm. and great-grandparents who fought in World War One, and lots of great-uncles and great-great, like great, like lots of family. We've mm. got a great great uncle who died in France yeah, I don't know sorry, my dad that sent wasn't me... funny I'm just laughing at your no, great I know great, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know no because my dad sent actually sent Oliver a text message today saying I sent your mum a whole lot of stuff for you to look up oh. about Anzac Day and all the postcards that we got sent you know oh, that people wow. sent my dad's um my dad um is a civilian in the army he was he's a um major was a major um I don't know if they still are. I don't. I am an army brat. I know nothing about the army. <laughs> nothing. Um, but my but dad's lots of your done, family have fought. Yes, and lo- like lots of people, it, it have been. Yes, so we've got lots of information and like postcards sent back from the war and stuff. So, yes, but um, today's a good I day am, to look through those. Then, yes, and I am very thankful. But I am a pacifist mm. by nature. So yeah. I find um, the whole concept of war very conflicting. Yeah. 
and I find Anzac Day very conflicting because mm. I want to honour and respect people who have laid down their lives and have fought for us and continue to fight for us. Um, but I also, as a pacifist, find it very hard. Yeah, would prefer they didn't have to. Yes, and yes. Anyway, mm. how about you? How do you feel about Anzac Day? Yeah, we usually just take a moment. So my grandfather, my maternal grandfather, fought in Second World War, spent most of his time when he was fighting in Papua New Guinea um, doing logistics. So, yeah, we just um, tend to remember that. My grandma, um, who is still alive, is not big into celebrating or doing anything on Anzac. She's never marched any parades or anything like that. So it's not been a massive thing in our family, but more you know, it's a time just to reflect on the sacrifice and what life would have been like and for her as well to be the person back home. And, um, yeah, so we just tend to think about that. And we've got friends um, who are actively currently serving. So, yeah, just, I don't know, reflecting and thinking and grateful for that. Yes. Right. So, you were excited until I started talking about Anzac Day. You're excited <laughs> about glassware. I am excited about glassware, which seems so frivolous in comparison. But nonetheless, that is no. what we're tying up our five-day kitchen declutter challenge with because we know that most of you have more glassware and mugs and wine glasses in your home than you ever will need. Mm. Tell me, how many wine glasses and martini glasses did you get for your wedding? A lot. <laughs> a lot. We didn't get any liquor glasses, so we didn't get like martini glasses, but we got a lot of wine glasses, um, which is funny because at the time we were part of a brethren church, and I can't remember if you were allowed to drink if you're brethren. I have a feeling you weren't, but we did. <laughs> so <laughs> we... <laughs> We got wine glasses, but I remember feeling like, oh, I don't know if we should be getting wine glasses because of the job that Cal had at the time. Anyway, um, so we have only recently, like I would say, oh, it was actually 12 months ago. So when my dad had his um, retirement party in September, that's when we decluttered a lot of our wine glasses and gave them to our family because they felt like they didn't have enough for occasions, which they do serve more than like eight glasses of wine. And so, um, yeah, we gave my parents and my sister and brother-in-law the majority of our wine glasses. And I think we might mm. have 12 left. Awesome. Yep. We don't use them very often. And what about, what about normal glasses? We have like... a set of 24 um, that are all matchy-matchy and we only have 24 drinking glasses. And I'm pretty sure we've only broken one over the years. But can I can I share something that no. is a bit bothersome? When we bought, I'm just pushing through. When we bought these glasses, <laughs> we bought them because they were big, and we were like, "Great, that will encourage us to drink larger portions of water when you fill it up," because that tends to be what we drink. However, they're just a bit too big, and even though they were like a dollar each, and they're really good quality. I can't justify taking them to the op shop and buying the size we actually would like. So we have drinking glasses that I don't actually love. They're just like one size too big. Yes. But where I we're feel just your tension and it. your pain. Yeah, tell me about yours. We have quite a lot of glasses, considering that again, we don't notice very much. <laughs> um, my kids really like. Um, fine-lipped glasses. 
Oh, great for breaking. Yes, but they're, you know, pretty, they're not chomping on them anymore. <laughs> anymore. So, well, you know, like you never gave kids fine glasses when they were little because you were worried that they would chomp on it. Ah, did no. you? Well, I was. <laughs> Probably because my sister did chomp on a glass oh my gosh. when she was little and it went through her mouth and <gasps> was not fun. I've never heard not of that ever. Really? No. And now I'm sorry to all the parents who are now thinking, oh, no, I give my children fine glass all the time. <laughs> and I don't even think this glass was fine. Was that fine? It was, they were, um, I, I distinctly remember them. They were glasses in a plastic holder. So they were like oh. designed for young children, um, not babies. We weren't, I, I would have been maybe, she would have been maybe five, six, seven okay. at the time. Um, no, probably Ugh, a, maybe a little younger. I remember the house. I remember exactly, I, I can picture it. Goodness. And she just chomped through this glass. <laughs> she was hungry. Yes. And then another, this has nothing to do with glassware, but my brother also didn't chomp through glass, but he cut his lip on a Coke can when we were in Europe oh when goodness. he was like three or five or something tiny. I can't remember which brother it was. And that was also a very painful experience oh, for our whole family. Yeah. And something I distinctly remember too, except don't remember enough that I remember which brother it was. Goodness me. So you have fine glasses now for the kids? Well, that is their preferred glassware. So when we set the table at dinner time, I, I'm i not fussy when it comes to glassware. They so yours don't all match? Oh, no. So we've got more than one set. Okay. We have got um, everyday glass, like um, uh, tumblers, uh-huh. like short tumblers. Then we've got the good set, <laughs> which the fine <laughs> fine glass set that Simon and the kids both prefer and I'll use I'm just I'm worried about chomping through it (laughs) forever traumatized Uh, yes forever traumatized um then we have tall tumblers uh we've got red wine glasses white wine glasses really nice red wine glasses (laughs) the good good wine glasses the good good wine glasses which is what Simon prefers whereas I'm I'm not fussy um and then I feel like we have some martini and champagne glasses. I feel like I should have, like, looked before I came in and started recording this <laughs> podcast. Well, I would guess um, that you might. Like, the fact that you can't remember probably indicates you do have some somewhere. Well, I can't remember if we let them go when we moved into the house right. or not because they li- if they live, they live up the very top shelf and it's a very high shelf yeah, okay. and we put them up there because – but I, I maybe I think that I did keep them because I was like, oh, but I really want to use martini glasses. <laughs> I've never had a martini <sighs> in my life. I don't like martinis. Right. I like <laughs> cocktails in a martini okay. glass. Okay. <laughs> but again, I think we've used them for one New Year's Eve once upon a time with yeah. Crick and Nath. So think, it, it might be time, Kirst. It might be. Um, what about mugs? How many mugs do you have? We have I know 12 it's not mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 mugs that hang on mug trees. And then I have three teacups that are like fine china. Mm. One of them's like a soup one when I really want to drink like a gallon of tea and the other two are mm-hmm. fine, you know, like Royal Albert ones. Oh, not T2 ones? No, not T2 ones. The big mug mm-hmm. one is a T2 one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you keep a lot we, of mugs? Uh, not really. We got we went through a couple of months ago actually and decluttered the mug section. Um, we keep a few. So Simon um, 
has coffee very regularly now that he's he's home very regularly (laughs) Um, and he has I think four uh, latte cups that Mm -hmm. he prefers Um, I have like a teapot with two teacups that's my preference but the kids like the thinner fine like the thinner Mm -hmm. t2 mugs and then we've got maybe so I think we probably have we've probably got too many but we probably we've got another shelf that is half mugs and we do we we cook a lot of um cake in a cups in those ones I've heard of this cake in a cup thing does it actually work yeah, it actually works, particularly when you buy the packets from the shops. You're kidding. That's You can literally buy the packet that you tip in? Yeah. <laughs> That's gold. I might yeah. try with the kids, maybe even tonight or Sunday night, cake in a cup. If I just Google that, will I find a recipe? Yeah, it's really easy. They're and really then you want to cook it in the microwave? Yeah, for okay. like a minute. Okay. Or go to Woolies and get one pre-made. <laughs> no, no, no. We've got enough baking stuff at home. I'm sure we'll be able to scrounge up what we yep. need. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yes, probably have too much of that too. But I, I yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And so it sounds like we're quite different. <laughs> Where you've got different cups, different glasses, different mugs, different wine glasses for all different occasions. Whereas we just have one type of mugs one type of glasses and one type of wine glasses. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a bigger kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Bigger storage You've got more storage. And... We've got our, like our cupboard with the wine glasses is not even half full though because we got rid of so many in September. Yeah. But I just don't see need to refill it. Like we don't drink wine uh, midweek or like regularly. Like we don't have wine at home. And yeah, we just, we just don't feel the need to have so many. And we, you know, we wash regularly, so the cups is fine, like exactly. 12 cups, um, sorry, 24 cups is heaps, even if you're drinking from three or four cups a day. That's still plenty. We still have enough. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. We don't, like, because we carry our water bottles around with us all the time, all mm. four of us, so we only drink out of cups and mug, like glasses and cups at dinner. And okay. now the kids are older, they're drinking out of cups. They're drinking out of glassware every night at dinner, whereas I don't. I just continue drinking out of my water bottle. <gasps> Although lately I have been drinking a bit of Bailey's. With my <laughs> out dinner. of a water bottle? <laughs> out of, um, no. And so much so that Simon said to me the other night, mm, do you really need one tonight? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my day? Have you been with our children? Have you met our children? (laughs) No, that's not why I'm drinking. I have. You don't need to justify guest. No, I know, but there's also like I don't, I don't. We, I think it's also because we don't have what I like. We don't have that much Moscato. Yeah, which in the is your cupboard, preferred drink? Which is my preferred. And you have to cool it. Like, you know, you have to put it in the fridge and I don't want to drink a whole bottle of wine over a couple of days. So I don't want to open one. So and just do the Baileys. <laughs> See, problem solved. As exactly. Jesse would say, problem solved, problem solved. I don't even know what show that's from, but he sings I've it all the time. I've got a problem and I solved it. I don't know what it's from either. <laughs> So what anyway. I find in a lot of clients' homes, Kirst, is they have a similar um, setup in their glassware to you guys yes. where they've got <clears throat> different types. And But what they find is they've got only one of that type and two of that type and they get frustrated yes. that the table never looks set. Like even if they have friends over, they can't serve everyone out of a similar cup and they can't do the same with wine glasses. And even if they have people over for a cuppa, there's all like higgledy piggledy mugs with people's faces on them and mum is the best and all that kind of thing. So I, I hear tension from our clients when they're like, oh, I just want everything to match versus but this mug is special and this mug such and such gave me as a present. How do, do you, you hear that of- a lot? I get that a lot. Oh, a lot, a lot, a like, lot. Like I can't get rid of that Mother's Day. I can't get that rid of that mug even though I never drink out of it because – that kid gave it to me for Mother's Day. Yeah. So what do you say? Years ago, and I and I say, do you still have said child? <laughs> <laughs> the majority of the time they do, <laughs> um, and I just remind them that their love for their child is not reflective of what gifts they keep from yes. said child. <laughs> yes, I say the same thing. I say, do you still love said child? And they laugh and say, of course. And I say, do you think you'll love them less if you don't have the mug that has the little bear hugging a heart that says my mum rocks or whatever? Do you think you're going to love them less? And they say no. And they say, do you think they're going to love you less if they find out you didn't keep the mug? And I say no. I go, well, what do you think? Should we keep it or let it go? If you don't love it, you never drink from it. Like, okay. And then they're like, oh, that feels better. I don't know why I was holding on to that for all the years. Almost mm. every time. Oh, I don't know why I did that. Oh, it feels so much better. Yeah, especially when they're mugs that you like. It's totally fine if they're if they're the mug that you love yeah. using. Keep it. But they're cheap and they're not nice. And the porcelain's funny and yeah. Mm. And yeah. or they're thin or they're too thick. Do you know? Like so, I've 
thin mugs annoy me or thin really thin teacups they're really nice to drink out of but i can't drink hot hot boiling hot drinks like mm-hmm. i have to let them cool a little yeah and so then if i pour the tea into really fine china and then i let it cool it gets too cold and then i can't drink it that's gold and so you you find that your level of knowing what temperature it is at is is not as reliable when you're drinking from a thicker mug yes so my Mm. preferred drink my preferred teacup is a small teacup that sits under a base of a sits on like it's the the base of the the teapot teapot sits on top of it and and it's my perfect thickness and it keeps the tea warm so that is my preference you are a complicated human being i am and i don't think you're realizing that (laughs) no no. i think everybody has the cup they love using yes and so i don't think there's anything wrong with having higgledy piggledy what i think we want to encourage you to do is declutter the ones that you're just not going to if you had 15 friends over which you're probably not doing and having 15 people for a cup of tea, probably going to a cafe if there's that many of you, but say you are, is there mugs that just would never be picked? Get rid of those. Are there mugs that you hate washing or that can't go in the dishwasher? (sighs) The other thing that people often come back to me with, one of their hurdles that they can't get over is like, oh, but what if I want to do high tea with my friends? (laughs) And I say, ask them to bring along their favorite oh that's great advice yes because then you're all drinking out of your favorite and it can and you can say bring your favorite good good mug with you like (laughs) (laughs) so that they're also using one that's not often used or is that's brilliant but bring byo high tea that's an excellent idea i was gonna snigger and say nobody ever does the high tea they just talk about it but I think the idea of BYO favourite good, good mug is a great idea. Oh, I've got a client who, when we were doing their wardrobe, I found a whole um, box and it was, I mean, their, their walk-in wardrobe was higgledy-piggledy, lots of different things in there. And so it wasn't a surprise that I found this high tea set and I said to her, okay, how often do you use this? And she got so excited to tell me that that's her and her daughter's tradition. They do it like once or twice a year where they'd make all this spread and do a whole high tea and then sit out and use these beautiful like high tea set. And I was like, oh, right, let's give it a place of honour then. Yep, yep. That is so good. Yes. (sighs) I'm feeling do like you, I need do you a cup want to of have tea. high tea? Yeah, no, I don't want a high tea. I just want a cup of tea. And look, I think it's only fair that we, during this episode, instead of giving our favourite ISO food, how about we go for our favourite ISO drink? Mmm. Oh, I love it. Where would I start on my favourite teas from <laughs> I think tea too, though? I should just guess yours. Yours would be either the caramel brownie. You drink mm-hmm. that one a lot. Yeah, I think you like, is it the Lamington one that you tried recently that you liked? Yes, I didn't try it recently. It's been a long time. Okay. What else? You like sweet teas. Jaffalicious. Oh, that's right. All of these people are like, ah, it's a sweet tea. Mm, Creme brulee. (laughs) Yum. I rediscovered that. The reason caramel brownie is my favourite because it works, it lasts all day. 
and it doesn't get bitter. So I have these T2 thermoses that I like, come on, T2, come and sponsor the podcast. Yeah, they're right. They're my favourite, favourite thing. So these T2 thermoses are my favourite and I make the caramel brownie at 7 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock in the afternoon that's still drinkable, not too cold for me. And I and caramel brownie doesn't go bitter, whereas lamington goes bitter, creme brulee goes bitter. Some of the other ones go bitter if you in the thermoses, if I don't take the tea the tea leaves out oh, right. the caramel okay. brownie yeah. the tea leaves can stay in so that's why caramel brownie is my favorite for when I'm going to clients but mm. I love creme brulee and I love lamington and I love Jaffalicious and I love so many more um so that's my hot drink but my favorite cold drink is other than water is creamy soda and my favorite alcoholic drink <laughs> is pink moscato so it's all or just Bailey's. sweet yes yeah okay sweet. so my favorite drinks are not sweet at all mm-hmm. so my favorite teas are like lady grey um french earl grey jazz chinese jasmine all these t2 ones mm-hmm. anything that's got that bitter of their green tea um i'll even drink there's a caramel tea. pop Caramel pop is no. green tea. No. It's a green tea. Yeah, but caramel, I can't do caramel. Okay. So I'm, I really like those bitter Chinese um, type of teas, Earl Grey, Lady Grey. Mm-hmm. My cold drink of choice would be water first <laughs> off and then it would probably be um, soda Coke water zero. and Diet Coke. Don't say it's diet, Coke Zero. Diet, diet, diet. I knew oh it was gosh. one of those. Dude, I can't ever talk to you again. <laughs> Dude, no, it's Coke, Diet Coke. Um, and ah, you nearly said going zero. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You don't even know yourself. Oh, you've ruined me. <laughs> and I can't drink alcoholic drinks. I haven't been able to for a few years. I think I'm allergic because I break out in hives. And yes, I've tried non-sulfate ones and all of that stuff. But I always have loved a Sauvignon Blanc or a Asahi beer. Mm. It's been a while for those kinds of things. So, yes, mm. I love really bitter and um, earthy things and you like the sweet, the sweet, sweet, sweet. Isn't that just our personalities? Hey! <laughs> wow, yeah, that, that, that came was, way that too was, easily. That was like so you left the door wide open. Yeah, it was low-hanging fruit, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was. Okay. <laughs> We hope that you guys have really enjoyed our five-day kitchen declutter challenge. We've had lots of fun. Um, We hope that it becomes a resource you can go back to in the years to come or months to come when you are wanting to declutter the kitchen. Um, Obviously, there's podcasts from right back way when, like three years ago, where we talk about kitchen and pantry and freezer. But these ones are a bit fresher um, and easier to find. You don't have to scroll as far. So, yeah, we hope they've been helpful. If you've got a friend or family member who have said to you, oh, I just want to declutter the kitchen, we'd love for you to put them onto the podcast so we can help them as well. Yay. It's been fun. We uh, will see you tomorrow for Soulful Sunday. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. 
So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash the art of decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 